<laughs> the whole construct of human society is just that a construct indeed indeed you know hey man happy hour Dennis hey man happy hour guess where I am the Czech Republic no that's next week I'll be in Croatia oh. uh, you're in a new office I'm in my newly painted I see painted, the gray yes I see the nice this. light gray yes and it, it was supposed to take one week and it took three yeah. and a half weeks but they're Show done me the, give me a view man give me a I guess I can pick up this camera here holy macro look at that got a oh my god when you coming wait over, a man, minute see that balcony over there that's and the TV how long can I stay there before you think it was rude I don't know three months three months eight or nine months I think <laughs> So I'm, this is my I'm, little this is my little pad because it's like where I'm going to spend all my day at work, and it's where the better TV is for after the family goes to bed. And I am impressed beyond words. That area, that nook area with the full the, the table that sticks out, the little uh, yes, uh, the the bar. It's we didn't design that. That was here already. But it's the kitchen. But the they certainly chose the right way to to use the wood around the perimeter of those doors and smart. Yes, not to do it everywhere. Exactly. You know, and so the, the ceiling floor. is white and the, the walls are gray and it's just lovely. It, it used to be and what's your floor? It used to be like the walls used to be yellow and bumpy, as you may recall. The floor is a nice wood. The, uh, Did you lift the carpet to find that or no, that was here. It's similar to what we have in our house across the hall. And we so this apartment was was a summer apartment for someone that doesn't live here. They would come and spend weekends here, and but then they would go months at a time without 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 being here. And enough times they left the blinds open to the balcony so that yeah. the sun came through and in the floor and ruined the floor there. And white, so the floor white, yeah. bleached it, bleached, bleached it, yeah. it. And so last Christmas. Last Christmas, we had a... So we asked around for people. There's people that will come and redo your floors. And they're called... Yeah. In Spanish, they're called... Acuchillador, which means like a, 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 a knifer or a shaver. Like someone that's going to come and shave a bit off. Yeah, of I've head. actually worked with the machine that shaves the yes. large push thing. I so anyway, can't he, this, say that... This guy had one of those. And he, it was just this one guy and he came over and looked at it, looked at everything and said, yeah, I can do this. And I said, aren't, isn't the furniture going to be a problem? He said, no, I'll just move all the furniture over to one side and, and then do the, the side under the furniture and then move the furniture back. And, and we we're like, okay. And we, ex I expected him to have a, a, at least one or two young lads come and come and help him. But no, he did it all by himself. Just dragging the furniture. Around. Yeah. It's just that he, he had a side tool to do the edges. Is, of, but a handheld. Anyway, he also said, "Oh, modern floor varnish only takes half a day to dry. It doesn't not like before where it took a long time." And anyway, he came, and we're not very pleased with the work that he did. It was why there's just scratches on the floor and shit that shouldn't be there, and it just it wasn't a very good job. And he wanted to be paid in cash, and I asked him for a for an invoice so that I could take it to because we needed to prove that we had spent. X yeah. number of euros within the first year of buying the apartment to the government to get a tax break. And he he made a mistake on the invoice 
and I said, hey, can you fix this? And he said, sure. And he took it away. And he, he then he came back the next day and he had, with a pen, changed the thing on the invoice. Like, he, he wasn't capable of printing out another invoice or sending it to me digitally or anything like that. Anyway. How, uh, much, how many euros was it or how much American? It was uh, 600 euros, 800 American. That's incredibly cheap to get right. a floor done there. And, but. Yeah, what you paid for. <clears throat> exactly. But. So, but we don't know people that do this stuff. So we've been asking around and we, once we find someone that we trust, we sort of trust their opinion on other people. And anyway, we had a guy come by to give us an estimate on doing the floors in our house, the, the much bigger house. And they seemed much more competent. Like it was two guys. Normally with this sort of thing, there's the boss guy and then there's the guy that does all the work. And both of them came and the guy that does all the work did all the measuring with a laser thing to measure the, the square footage, the square meterage. And, and the other guy explained to me that, look, there's nowadays there's two kinds of varnish to put on your floor. There's one that is the shiny one that is what has always been used, that is, looks like what you have already. And there's, there's another one that is more water-based that isn't so, sh it's more matte, and uh -huh. it's, but it makes the wood Flat. look more like wood in a Flat nice way. Flat finish. And, and where'd you go? And, and I said, what's the, is there a price difference? And he says, yeah, there's a little bit of a price difference. You're looking at, you're looking at uh, $300 on, on $3,000. And this is like a thing you do every 10 years. So it's not really, so we haven't chosen, he actually hasn't given the, the quote. Well, there's yet. a couple of schools of thought about that. Well, having gone do, through. So elaborate. Floor well, me with your the, knowledge. The, the, if you go with shiny, which in my wife's view is the best way to go. She likes the floor to, when you walk in the room to just shine. Right. And that has a attractive quality to it, but on the downside, it also shows the dust and dirt more. Indeed. Uh, okay. And imagine when you're walking on a floor barefoot, when you're in a shiny one, after you're gone, you can see your footprints. Yep. But with a flat finish, less the case. The other benefit of the flat is that it's more like the floor was built and intended. Not to say that it doesn't shine, it certainly does. Right. But it doesn't radiate light and reflect light. One it looks like argue, wood and not wood with a sheet of glass on top of it. I wouldn't be that stark about it, but the notion that... <laughs> Shoot down my I analogy. Mean, I don't Jesus. need to offend you, but no. <laughs> Fuck off, Dennis. <laughs> no. All right. So it just is this, is that when they put the floor in and it was brand new and they sealed it, when they sealed it, they didn't put on uh, newfangled varnish which is what the real deep shine is. It's a coating that unlike it, that's similar to what you said, actually, it is like a sheet of glass on it. Almost. Isn't it right now? Oh. oh yeah, I thought about it. But so my choice has always been to go with a flatter finish. And also it is easier to keep clean. So we went with a, uh, the satin finish is the one that's in between the flat and the real shiny. Uh -huh. And we went with satin. And I thought it was too shiny. My wife thought it wasn't nearly shiny enough. So there you go. That's what and they call compromise. Everyone's it unhappy. The it was the perfect choice. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody in the room was happy. So what, what, how long did it take to dry? Like how long? Way overnight, certainly overnight, two or three days before putting furniture on it. And, uh, okay. That makes sense to me because make sure, make sure you're, you're clear about something in this agreement that you, I'm glad to hear that you haven't signed anything yet because the question is, to a large degree, first of all, do you have any cracks in the floor, in between the boards, or is all that real solid stuff? Not that I know of. 
you would know it because you would see it. You would yeah. say, oh, there's a crack in my floor. There are some spots because that will creak if you step right on that spot, but it's there's no That's more about support rather than the, the caulk or the mortar in between the wood. But it sounds like it's not a problem. I had a problem in that I had cracks. And I said, no, we'll fill it. It'll look just like the wood. It's the same color. It'll look great. And to my delight, when it was shining and drying over the couple of days before I moved furniture on it, and I walked on it in socks, I think, the, the second day, is that all the cracks were gone. It filled the mall, and then a year and a half later, winter came, maybe two winters, and the stuff that was in the cracks opened up and dried, and so my cracks reappeared, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go in the direction that you would like to take this, but my cracks you're referring to. Yes. did reappear. And so I called the dude, and he's, oh, by and she says, the, the thing I get back is, doesn't answer my question. And so I write or call or whatever, and I get something back that's this long message about customer satisfaction and this and that. And I thought, all right, that's fine. And get the guy, you know, ex, uh, text messaging. And, and text he, says, message. yeah. he says, yeah, we, you're right. We will need to come back and redo that. But just so you know, it's going to keep happening. And I wrote him back and I said, well, Fill that's, my news. Crack. that's news to me. <laughs> I didn't hear that a year and a half ago when you put the floor in it. And for that money, I don't expect the cracks to reappear. And so uh, we'll come back in the in the fall when things are slower. And uh, he hasn't contacted me. And I'm sure that when I contact him, he's going to say, we were waiting to hear from you. And I said, no, I have an email in front of me that says, we will contact you at the end of the summer when things are slower. That would be now or not now. But yeah, no, it's coming September. So anyway, buyer beware, all the promises, read the fine print. Yeah, so you these know. guys, we said, hey, can you also do our stairs? Because we've got these nice wooden stairs. And they said, yes, but only the flat parts. Because Not the tall part. It's what, all handwork. Because Verbal. what we're going to put on your floor is basically a liquid that's going to have to sit there and, and soak in. And it can't be at any sort of an angle because it's all going to roll off. Yeah. So it, And they also said, look. So I said, so you need, so we need to like not be in the apartment for three or four days. And, and he said, at least a week you're going to need. At least um, a week for the stairs. For for the whole thing. Certainly though. But if, if you were to say, huh, how long would I have to wait if you're not doing the stairs? And he would say about four days. Maybe if it takes three days to do for whatever they put down to dry, like it's, you one would think that they would try and do a whole floor at a time or at least a room at a Certainly. time. Certainly, all I'm suggesting is that there's a difference between what they're putting on the floor and what they're putting on your stair steps. And it is may that... be more, it may be nothing more than quantity, but because stair steps are absolutely worn. Heavily trafficked. Every day, you probably put on either a, a thicker mix. And I have seen some of these where they're actually warmed so that they pour in a warm, thicker than maple syrup, particularly warm maple syrup, but mm, almost remember syrup. the stuff squirting out of a bottle that you would put the chocolate you'd put on your ice cream, that stuff squirting out there. And when it hits the wood, it starts to flatten. And it's not so much that it would drip on the vertical wall, it's that it would curtain, meaning that it would slowly ebb toward gravity. Like a chocolate and, fountain coming down my stairs. Yeah, huh. not right, not quite so much because it all depends on how much they have to put on, but this is the point. Okay. That if you're if the only difference between the two treatments, and I'm not sure this is the case, but if the only difference is the quantity, that means that the drying time is elongated, number one. But number two, more important than that, because it's so thick, you can't tread on it 
for a longer period of time because while it's dry, it's not hardened. So while it's dry, it's not cured. Right. You go from dry to hardened to cured. That's right. Whether it's concrete or varnish or whatever. So what you've got to determine is you're on a floor where the coating is relatively thin compared to the steps. It's three or four days. Move furniture in a week on the steps, however, because of either a different product or There's no furniture nothing the more steps. than the quantity. Hmm. Nothing more than the quantity. Okay. That it would take more time. So what are the three things? Number one? Poor. <laughs> that's that's dry. minus one. That's and, point zero, sorry. Uh, point zero. And flourish. Flourish. <laughs> no, I that's mean, number, it's... That's number four. Dry, harden, harden cure, cure, flourish. Flourish. That's, 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 that's the... Add that. Hey, let's do... When you... When this guy... Hey, listen. Hey. When this guy comes in and does some of the floor... Yes. I want you to film him, and then I will do the voiceover to give... To, to describe what's happening. And those four steps. Okay. Okay. Possibly that may happen. Yes. You don't have anything if, else to do. If I can't a, work for you, can't work for two weeks. Just take a, hey, are you in your new job? Yeah, man. Wow. I've, I've been in my new job. It, wow. Uh, you just moving. You're just moving. It's just, it's just job, it's a rocket offer, ship. Job offer. It's a. Uh, you're just, it's just you're good. in the market. I know. Market man, you're like a millennial in demand. That could be the title of this uh, particular. No. What number are we at? One hundred three. We are at a special number. One two four, no. One two five. One two five. Why is that because number special? That means because it's a multiple of a thousand. No. Try again. It's the hundred twenty fifth anniversary of the first podcast. That was done no. by two guys just in different rooms yelling to each other, and then people in the living room listening. Yes, exactly right. Back in eighteen ninety seven, uh, there was two guys yelling at each other, and they were like, well, "We should put this on the radio." But they didn't have a. They they recorded it on a phonograph, and um, in that year they had that on the on, on wax. It was a wax cylinder, ah. and uh, that is they very. The, but you missed the predecessor of that before all that. It was way back when, and there were these two guys who were drinking. But for whatever reason, they were drinking in two different rooms. Right. And it was five o'clock and whatever time, and they were yelling to each other. Right. And one guy said, "This is pretty funny. Let's invite some people to sit in the living room and listen, right. because right. they were in the dining room in the kitchen." Right. And so that was the predecessor of the. I, I imagine that what, how it started was the neighbors were like, "God, these assholes won't shut up," but then oh, like right. they were they got interested and they started to tell their friends like, "Hey, my neighbors just shout at each other and about just the most ridiculous stuff about how to finish a floor and shit like that." And so right. then people started coming stuff over that, stuff that nobody stuff that nobody's interested <laughs> whatsoever. That's, that's two guys point. talking about two guys talking about absolutely nothing. That's the whole point, right? It's what? Uh, so the, what's special about the number 125 is it's a perfect cube. Oh. Indeed. It is five perfect cubed. cube. Five cubed is 125. So if you had, I don't know, that's just math for you. Let's just, it's just math. Five times 25. It's just math. Is, so uh, current happened? events. Something happened? Oh, the Ida hurricane in, in Louisiana. Uh, and I've got uh, friends down there that are... I'd have heard of that. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. Imagine this. 100% of the residents of the city of New Orleans, yep. one of the major cities in the United States and in the world, were without power. 100%. The capital of Louisiana, Baton Rouge. Red stick? 90%. 
What you drinking there, partner? Looks like a brewski. I was drinking a brewski. Unless you're chugging a bottle of gin or something. No, that's on Thursdays. No, this is... So remember how I had a whole bunch of uh, craft beer in the fridge? Yes. Over here? From your partners and, from, yeah, from, the, from my the, friends. The, the hacienda you sent me the, exactly. the photos of. And But for three weeks, I haven't really come over here because they've because the painter's been... The process of taking all those little bumps off the wall fills the space with little dust particles. Still? No, uh, they mostly settled, but I think we need to mop the floor like seven uh, more times me, before we get off. I have a little experience on this. Let me help you here. But let me, I will get back to your dust experience. So anyway, they, I haven't been over here to be drinking my, my beers. And this is a schmuck. Schmuck. SDB. SDR. SDR. SDR stands for Santander. That's the my local major town. That's the airport code of my local airport. Oh. And it's a local beer. Pale Ale La Mas Rubia. Right in your town they make it? The most blonde. No, not in my town. In the nearest city. Yeah. But, you know, with a car I could get there in 30 minutes. So tell me about so why me, I have dust everywhere. You sent me this picture of all these planks that they use to, I, I think what you said was they use them to dry fish on. No. Clean fish? What were they doing? What were the planks for? These are the planks that are that make, as far as I know, make up the deck of the boat and in the summer they take them all out and they treat them with something and they leave them to dry in the sun and are the planks different lengths because the boat is different widths the plunk length yes i don't know they all seem to be similar lengths to me but whatever but you didn't actually measure them no i generally don't go for walks right. with my uh, measuring stick really you're weird no, they. But if you what? look in, if you look really? in the photograph, they all. You leave the house without a tape measure in your pocket. I do. How, how uncurious <laughs> wow. about the world I am. What? Because oh man, you'll you you're, might find you're no a construction work. You're no construction worker, that's for sure. I know you might find a let me a ask sheep you that you want to know how tall it is or whatever. Oh, what could be or wide or long? Do this for me. I want you to put your show me your hand, one of your hands on the screen. Show me a hand. Okay, now spread it wide. What's the distance between the tip of your finger and the tip of your thumb? You don't know? That is your tape measure. Now, I want you to do the same Hands thing, band. but now I want I, you I to remember, close your hand. I remember we we did this in some class in school, and I recall it was like seven inches was my hand. There you go. Now close it. Close it. Palm, palm, show me your palm. No, the palm. Close your fingers. Palm. There you go. And then the distance, same. Pinky tip to thumb tip. And then show me your whole elbow. Show me your elbow. Come on, don't this be shy. Is, this is kidding. I'm getting very. There you go. Elbow to the tips of your fingers. You are, in fact, your own measuring tape. Whoa, when you man. stride and you take a normal walk, what is your stride? Mine, practiced, is exactly three feet <laughs> to the inch. I must help with golf. I am, in fact, a human measuring tape as are you except you are ignorant to your true nature it is in fact your higher calling it's probably the only thing that you're ever going to be really good at it's going to change as you get older and you start to shrink so well, you have to reassess there's a quality assurance protocol mm -hmm. continual quality uh, assurance protocol do i have to get relicensed uh, every year or something no 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 just recertified it's a big difference six of one doesn't know the other no 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 i no. Eh. half no. dozen is not think about it Relicensing versus recertification. What's the difference? Certification is that you are capable of doing something. 
and licensing is that you are allowed to do something. Huh, that's okay. an interesting stuff. It sounds like total bullshit to me, but I think what's the difference to you? To some, well, I, sir, I would say that one is a, a time driven agreement to meet a certain standard, which is which one is that? is an annual event that shows that you're meeting that uh, level of standardization that is required of your license. So you need to get certified more often than relicensed. Oh, of course. Of course, obviously. That's goes without saying. What a stupid question. <laughs> Apparently not in some quarters. <laughs> you obviously don't live in the real world. What the fuck is it you do for a living? You sit in this gray room with your new shiny floor that has to be replaced with a shinier floor. I gotta, I gotta congratulate you for not settling. But I suspect that it's your significant other that's not settling and that you're just a, like a bobber in the water. You're just like a tumbleweed blowing yep. through the Nevada desert. That's... You are like a, a light uh, a seed that blows in the wind over the oceans thousands of miles uh, in distance from the world's largest trees. But you're nothing more than a absolute, absolute innocent and untethered no responsibility whatsoever to what happens to you. You are no. blowing in the wind. Any sense of control is an illusion. It's just... Yes. Anyway, yeah. we build these walls. We build these boxes. We build these extra layers of thickness and thickness to act like somehow we have it under control. We have it packaged. We yes. have it contained. We are clear in our world about what it looks like. We paint our walls. We flash our floors with shiny unbelievably shiny I know I must know what I do because I got a license and I got certified you have a license to do what you like and every so often we have to certify whether or not you're sane enough to actually handle this responsibility I suspect no I failed the last, uh, the last seven. The ball and chain. You are the ball and chain. In fact, you are the ball and chain. In fact, your significant other, who is a blessed yes. saint on the earth, for not only taking care of you but putting up with you. you would More settle, than the than the You farmer. would settle for anything. You would yes. settle for anything. You'd still be in a bumpy wall, pink, bleached-out floor room with a tired old couch. And as long as you had your cooler of beer, you were good. You were good. Filthy blankets. As, you know, a, as a simple boy. You're a simple boy with uh, simple desires. I, I don't need much. Hey, guess hey. what I watched the other day? You watch I think it? this should be in your homework. Maybe you remember it. The Legend of Pack of... Packer Vance. Legend of... Yes. Packer Vance? Bagger yes. Vance. Bagger Vance. I just saw Bagger, it again the Bagger. other day. Bagger Vance. Which is ironic because he's a caddy carrying a bag. That's, I, that's not Will, ironic. It's... That's Will Smith and Matt Damon? Mm-hmm. Nice. And... Or... Cherie Therese Sharon. Oh, no, Charisse Theron. Therese Theron. Oh, my God. Yes. What a role. She has more words in her part than anybody else in the movie combined. She is a talkaholic. Oh, my God, she's great. And oh, the, fact yeah. that she's, the fact that she's, like, uncomprehensibly pretty. Like, yes. She's too perfect. She yes, Physically. and it's if just like awkward. Read, like if I it, ran into her on the it, street, I would be like, I can't awkward remotely speak to someone awkward. like you'd you. You'd be mesmerized. Yeah, you'd be mesmerized. I, look, I'm saying she's an alien. She's not from this planet. What do you mean, Eric? What do you I, mean she's an alien? I mean that her race com figured out the most perfect human face, and they they created her. And that's, do you have any proof of this, Eric? No, it's all faith. One of the things that we have to be mindful of is that 
in certain parts of our countries, there are people who know, in fact, that there are aliens. Well, yeah. And what they do whenever there is proof is they make sure that the proof is exterminated. Which All is why I'm saying there's no proof. Google John, just Google how John Mack died. Just Google how John Mack died and when. And Big Mac? A little bit. John Mack. Just John Wayne? A little bit more careful about what you say on the radio waves. I know it's okay. not really radio, but it's the only way I can think of it. I am, after all, 70. The, look, the, the, to the, the aliens are going to hear this broadcast in some form. They already have. They already have. You know how I know they have? You know how Before I know Before we have? even recorded it. Yes. It's been recorded forever, Eric. It's been recorded. We're just going through the motions. Forever. Right. You're just... It's not. This isn't the first time we've done this. We've never stopped doing this. Every episode is an eternal. It's. I'm sorry to Tharlise Sharon or whatever you called her. <laughs> I Tharlise Sharon Stone. Juxtaposed the first two letters of her first and last name. So yeah, what happened? It was Charisse Throne. It was Therese Chiro. Hey, maybe aliens are cool with that sort of uh, mix-up, but maybe they're going to come and disembowel you or bring something. her home. I want to talk, talk a about the, bit the about movie. John. I want to talk with the movie. Oh, what movie? What movie was it? Never. Oh, Bagger Vance. Yes. So the the instructions of Bagger Vance to... Remind me a bit of, of the plot. So Will Smith with a, the golf, a, golf, a golf prodigy at the age of 17. Damon. The, Matt Damon's character, which I'm blanking on his name right yeah. now. But he is in his prime, goes off to war. He is a leader of his troops. All of his troops but him are lost. He becomes a hopeless alcoholic and Which gambler. war is this? This is World War One. Okay. And uh, he comes back and lives in a shambly place. And uh, the town has gone through the Depression, so it's in the in 1920s. And, and they had just spent, the richest man in town, had just spent his entire fortune and mortgaged everything he owned to build the most beautiful golf course resort in Georgia, in Savannah. And so they were going to hold a tournament. Not in Augusta. To, to, no, no. They were going to hold a tournament to bring attention to it. And they asked the two brightest stars of the day, Ben, uh, let's see, was it Ben Hogan? Yep. I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the, on the second guy. But to the plot is that they have to convince a local guy, that i.e., of course, right. Matt Damon's character. What was his name? He had a strange name. It was Judah. That was his name, Judah. And, and they had to convince Judah. And The man named uh, Judah, isn't it? <laughs> Why would and you the, name your kid the, that? The daughter of the man who ended up dying and inherited the golf course is played another no, no than our wonderful alien. And yeah. she has to go. She has to go to Judah to convince him. And she says, what will it take? Will it take that you'll sleep with me? And she's just talking a mile a minute. And he said, yes, it will. And so she takes off her clothes. So she's only in her slip. And there the young boy who ran from the town hall meeting when they said, we got to get Judah, he was Judah's biggest fan. He said, I know where he is. He rode his bike all the way out to the dilapidated old Savannah, Georgia mansion, deteriorating mansion with the Plantation. shutters all, all a jumble and the big porch and runs in and tries to convince Judah. Judah says, no way. And then the daughter shows up and the kid acts like he's asleep and he gets to watch her take off her clothes to her slip. And they, it never consummates because, because Judah is so far gone and feeling so sorry for himself he just ends up insulting her and she storms off hmm. but the scene that's lovely is when the kid is telling his friends about it because <laughs> he's 10 years old and they can't believe his good luck neither can he 
and it's very well done. I, I, I thought about it the other day when I was watching it for about the fifth time, how well Will Smith plays the spiritual figure and how understudied and just really calm and low-key he is. And it's, it's interesting that they don't, in that time, at all touch on racial uh, issues, given yeah. the fact that Vance is, is black. And in fact, at that time, he would not be allowed in the facility. They never showed him in the facility. Okay, so was, this was back in... 1933, this, maybe. Yeah, but this movie came out in 2000. And in 2000, yeah. we, as a society in America, were in this post-racism. We had this idea that you could have Will Smith or Denzel Washington in a movie, and race would never come up. It would just be normal right. that he, you know, they, he would be there with the other people. And this was a sort of a phenomenon that we went through in the late 90s, where like Hollywood just didn't acknowledge race anymore. And yeah. it's really interesting in this particular movie. The For total clarification, Matt Damon's character was Ranulf Juna, not Judah. Ju and the pros were Walter Hagen and Bobby Jones. Oh, yeah. Bobby but, Jones' character was exceptional. But I recall this as being a, as far as golf movies go, being pretty okay. I haven't seen it in 20 years, probably. But I remember it not being excessively wrong in a way that some movies are about a it topic that you know about. It wasn't at all. And in fact, that's what, exactly why I mentioned Bobby Jones' character, because the, the scene that comes to mind is when Bagger Vance says to Jonah, he was flailing all over the place. He said, I want you to just take a minute and I want you to watch Bobby Jones. And as they showed Bobby Jones in slow-mo, Bagger Vance was, was expressing, explaining what he was doing in terms of blocking out the entire world and imaging his shot so that he was totally focused. In the zone. Totally focused. And they use that old camera thing where they zoom in on stuff real quick and right. zoom, 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 and they show like things in, in, in rapid motion. And uh, he got in that, and then his hubris set in when he was in the sand trap. Uh, reminds me of you going over the water on the 18th hole when we played uh, championship golf, and you went into the water after I told you, don't, don't go, go in the water. Yeah. So no, I didn't say that. I said, don't go left. That's what I said. And you did. Exactly. And I won. Yeah, it was well, great. One of the times, yes. One of the times, yeah. The Am I wrong in remembering that there was some sort of like ghostliness about Bagger Vance? There was a, was there like a fight clubby? Was he really yes. there or was he imagined? No, so not so much that, but the closing scene of Bagger Vance. First of all, the opening scene with none other than Jack Lemmon as the, as the aged kid. He is describing how he's had three heart attacks and never died. And in one of the heart attacks he had in the past was on the golf course. And he has another one. And as he's waking up from that heart attack, he tells it's a flashback. Story. It's a flashback. And so then, as it turns out, the ending shows him getting up from that same heart attack and this time walking at sunset up the golf course. And the silhouette against the sunset is none other than Bagger Vance, who's waving to him. He's I remember there was a spiritual to Bagger, aspect to it. To Bagger Vance. Now, and this is the thing, and it wasn't so much that anything was imagined. The story was true. It was that just as some, including the kid, had wondered 
whether Bagger Vance was some type of, at least, a, 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 a priest of some kind, at least some type of a, of a, of a master. Little did they know how right they were. His sudden appearance and the way he walked away without knowing what had happened in the last uh, putt with the cars with the lights on, which, which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but DeChambeau and Cantley went through a unprecedented, I believe, was it eight playoff holes? Or maybe six, maybe, I don't know. But DeChambeau missed winning putts. I think it must have been six, like five or six times in a row. And they had announced that they could do it two more times before it got too dark. And the announcer said, we'll have to bring the cars in and shine the lights. Without making reference to it, he made reference to Bagger Vance. <laughs> to that scene at the end where that's what they did. They brought all the cars in. Interesting. And I'd have to I'd have to listen to the clip to double check that. But it's an interesting thing that just happened just this past weekend. So you mentioned that Bagger Vance was this sort of person that came in at the right time to fix a problem. And the le- legend of Bagger Vance is cited as one of the most of the it's the second well, okay there are two movies cited as what of this movie trope called the magical negro that this was coined by spike lee i think and the other movie was so legend of Bagger Vance was from 2000 the other movie is from 1999 do you want to guess the a magic you got it first guess so those Not two movies guess. it's obviously it's a touchy subject of, of this but there's this common trope of there being this other race or someone coming from somewhere else that is magical that solves problems in many of our of our historical stories but if you look at the wikipedia page for magical negro it's green island legend of beggar vance he's uh, the super duper magical negro is yeah. what he says and of the two green mile by far the more yes. riveting and the the power of the Green Mile at the time, too, was its uh, technical capability to show the power of the insect things. That was totally new at the time. It was absolutely unnerving. Absolutely unnerving. And of course, you could check me on this, but the trajectory of Tom Hanks' career was such that this was earlier on in his dramatic Right. film career where in later years it became clear that he could he didn't have to just be a eccentric or, or curious or somewhat funny character like in big right or, or a rom-com yeah. who's got yeah, mail yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, situation yeah. right right yeah. right right now just serious because he was amazing yes that he was an amazing movie. was amazing the whole thing and the actor passed away this, recently this yeah. episode this episode will be posted on the ninth anniversary of his death now, he was, in fact, a very short man. And no. in the entire movie, they never show him from a vantage point using camera tricks they do. But they in the movie, he's very tall. He's very huge. He's so six, built a little... six foot five. Sorry. He's six five? Yeah. He's a big what? dude. He's certainly wide. He's, only, he's almost six foot wide, too. But Michael Clark Duncan? Man, I've been wrong about this all my years. I thought he was. You've been like telling five, people six. this. You're like you're clever. I, God, I haven't. I mean, age fifty-four. Yeah. Man, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, heart attack. Anyway, so that's exciting and happy. What you got there? You got a uh, bumper sticker. I'm no longer in that industry. I used to be. I used to could have hooked you up, but not anymore. 
I have a movie to talk to you about. Oh. It would be up to that. And I have a TV series to tell you about and get you some homework. Okay. You first. Advertise to me, like, the Apple TV Plus platform is really good at, they will show you a trailer of some other show that they want to promote before you start watching every episode of whatever you're looking at. And I saw this one and I immediately sent it to my daughter because uh, I knew she would love it. Because my daughter is really into the, like, one of the janitors at her school is deaf. And so they have some of, in some class, they, like, learned enough. It's not American sign language, obviously. It's a Spanish sign language to to be able to say, hey, how's it going to, to the deaf um, janitor lady? And so this is a movie called Coda. Oh. And it's, I know Coda as a music term because it's a it's something to go back to repeat and it's i think it's the title of a led zeppelin album but it is also an acronym for child of deaf adults and so this movie is about a teenage girl who's both who where both her parents and her older brother are deaf and she discovers that she can sing and all of that, like already, your mind has gone to where that can go in the drama. It's based on and a book. I don't know. It's I can look that up, but the so the idea is fantastic, and she turns out it's played by a by a British girl who's is known for is more known for some other TV show that she's done, but she spent she spends like nine months learning American Sign Language, and all of the deaf characters are actually deaf actors like they oh. they really are deaf wow and it's um, this a it's a movie not a series it's right? a movie it's it it's an english language remake english language american remake of a 2014 french film so it's a thing that happened before but it's it premiered at the 2021 sundance film festival and and was was quite popular but it's super so they're they're based like in I was going to say Maine, but it's actually Massachusetts. So her parents, her father and her brother are fishermen. Like they go out and, and fish and bring back their catch. And, but they have trouble like selling their fish because they can't understand the uh-huh. people that they're selling to. So she is, has always been there on the boat and listening for when the radio buzzes and, and says, Hey, whatever, all the stuff you have to do to run a boat. And so she, there's this cute boy in, in high school that, that signs up for her, uh, chorus or whatever so she says i'm gonna send for chorus too and anyway but like when she's out on the boat she spends all her time like singing along to like aretha franklin and stuff because and when she's uh, at home she cranks up the music as loud as she wants because she's not bothering anyone that sounds fascinating it's not a book it was just a beautiful story it and just a lovely idea for a because all good stories right you've got your premise and you've got your conflict and your resolution and what a great idea for a conflict yeah of, yeah and in, well, in the trailer they show when she's performing on stage and her parents are just sitting there looking and then and then the audience like gives a standing ovation and, and the parents are like oh yeah yay or right, they actually sure. start doing the the deaf applause hand waving thing and it was just really an interesting idea and i highly recommend this to anyone that can see apple tv plus content french film so interestingly enough my uh, series is also french and oh, it oh. is the title of the uh, character in it that, that you will discover in the in the trailer is a victim of murder, and it goes by the name Leticia, 
and it is spelled by Leticia in the French spelling. And it is a murder mystery that I will not miss an episode. And it's in French with subtitles. Oui, oui. And it's, it's worth looking at. I stumbled on it. How are you seeing this? Because it's also developed for Apple TV+. Plus. Leticia? No, sorry. Wrong. Picked on the wrong thing. Sorry. This Undo. is HBO. Leticia. Because... I did a lot of uh, searching for my homework. I found none of it. I went all my notes here from the back in time discussion we had. Yes. Somewhere in time. Yes. Timeline. Eleven twenty two sixty three. Yeah. Uh, documentary now. None of it came up. None of it. I've got to, and I got to take care of business, man. I got to take care of business. I'm a technical wreck. A technical gotta get dumpster. Your shit together. Leticia. Okay. This will be in the show notes at happyhour.fm slash one two five. Leticia. Okay. 18-year-old Leticia disappears. The, uh, her overturned scooter is found on in front of her house one morning. While police are certain they've arrested the suspect, they haven't found Leticia's body. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Very serious shit. Now and, that I... She is, she is a twin. And so that much complicates of the perspe- things. Oh, yes. Especially when you look Beyond, at her body and you're not sure if the person's dead or not. They're not uh, identical twins. Okay, fine. What do you call There's a term for that. There's two terms. One fraternal. Identical and one for what? Fraternal. Fraternal. Or in this case, sororal. They're sisters. Sororal and Hardy. Sororal. Yeah. Hey, I. Last weekend, I escaped with my family to go a three hour drive to the west to the land called Galicia. It's the furthest western, northwestern part of, of Spain. We just crossed the border. Like most of the time we could still, we were right on the border. So we, we weren't anywhere near the like Atlantic coast. But we went to this beach that, that my wife and I went to 15 years ago when we first moved to Spain. We took this, we didn't have kids or anything. And we decided that for Easter, we were going to drive west until we made it all, all the way to the ocean at La Coruña. And we, but at this particular, like we had booked ahead where we were going to stay, but for this particular stage of the journey, we hadn't found a and b or something that we could stay at or a hostel or something because we were young and we would still uh, stay at hostels. And the, so at this particular town, we actually spent the night like sleeping in our car. Like we parked in this parking lot and we, and we had a blanket and we just rolled, we leaned our seats back and spent that night in the car. Oh, and <clears throat> I know. And then we got up the next morning and we went to a local bar and uh, splashed some water on our face and we were ready to go. Bloody Marys. Yes. And the, but, so we went to the same little town that we had stopped at before. We took our kids and my sister-in-law and we booked an apartment just outside of town. And we were walking around one night in the town and we were just walking around and we came across this parking lot with this wall. And my wife and I looked at each other and we were like, this is where we spent that night. And, oh, shit. and sure enough, I had taken a photo of our car at, I guess, that wall 15 years ago, and I pulled it up, and sure enough, that was exactly where it was. Oh, you found it 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. But the we went to this we went to this beach that's a fairly special tourist attraction. 15 years ago, it wasn't so much. It's called the Beach of Cathedrals, which is an impressive name to live up to. But the idea is that there's this, the the land around the water is like, 
50 feet higher than the water is. But then there's, but you can, we can walk down the, walk, walk down this ramp and get to this lovely beach. But there are still some like 50 foot tall, like rock structures that like the waves have worn away at the, at the cliff in such a way that there are like these arches that are just on this beach oh, that are wow. super tall and, and amazing. No kidding. And it's just a really, a real sight to behold. And yeah, it, it was, yeah, you do. It, it was, it was beautiful 15 years ago and we have pics from 15 years ago, but now they, you have to, it doesn't cost anything to go there, but you have to register and get a ticket so that they can control that fewer than 2000 people go down there at any one time. And also yeah. you have to go at low tide because at high tide, the thing fills up to 10 feet underwater right and so and, and, and so that's an interesting uh, statistic is that the tide draws 10 feet yes we have especially high we have especially high tides where i am there are you can find maps on the internet of where the biggest tides are because yeah. somehow given the density of the earth and blah 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 science yeah. there are places on, on the earth where the tide is goes up and down two feet check and out, other places where it goes check up out and down. juno check out yes. juno alaska yes alaska is, alaska alaska is one it's of the a, other places it's cook it's the Cook body water is the Cook something or other, but it's ocean Cook Sound yes, and it's twenty twenty four feet. Yeah, it was I told just you the wild. story about the whale hunters. Remember, the whale hunters who cut the tree and turned it upside down, hid the roots for the whale to come by. No, but I am finishing. I, the story. I, I am finishing. You don't remember? I am finishing Alaska. Oh, which I've been reading off and on since you recommended it to me. And so it's sounding, isn't it? I'm, I'm all up in, in Alaska, what the whale means to the people there, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But anyway, this place is really a beautiful place to go. And the, and we had a, a great time because, because the water comes in and out twice a day, the, the beach is fairly pristine and you can find little yeah, crabs, sure. you can find little crabs running around and a uh, little sea anemone and stuff. And it was just a gorgeous time and my kids, kids had a great it. time kids had a great time yeah. and three hours though huh? you, spend a, you spend a lot of time like waiting in line somewhat respectfully with other people so that you can go and pose in the spot that's really beautiful to pose in and mm -hmm. but it was lovely but was, it is it's a tourist attraction for good reasons it is now the but before uh, almost no one went there like 15 years ago when you were at the beach we were at the beach as well i have a couple pictures to show you well we were at were lions beach Named after the Detroit Lions. Uh, oh, by the way, or were there felines? You might be interested. You might be interested in knowing the Lions have lost all of their exhibition games <laughs> with their new coach. I would not be interested in knowing that. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. I wish I weren't. <laughs> but anyway, I'll be... show you a couple of pictures. There's a beautiful old iconic lighthouse in St. Joseph where we were. And uh, the Silver Beach is actually listed as one of the top, in one of the lists I saw, one of the top 10 beaches in the world. St. Joseph, Michigan. Silver, Silver Beach. So that was fun. Took a few beers, went there for lunch, ate at Bucks, which was a bit of a disappointment, but we're learning the time. We're actually going to go to Holland soon, which has a lovely beach. And also has my favorite Marriott property is the Courtyard Marriott, and that is the centerpiece of the downtown. It's a beautiful uh, hotel that they put downtown. And on the block where that hotel is, there are at least two breweries, maybe three microbreweries. There's two or three restaurants. There's an art center. There's gorgeous green spaces and parks. And it's a 10-minute drive to, the, to Lake Michigan, which, of course, is so big that 
it, it, it appears to be an ocean. <laughs> you can't see the other shore, so as soon as right. that happens, sure. you're, it's big as big, of course. Nothing like ocean waves. But the particular place we go, and I'll send you a picture of this, is that back in the day, for whatever reason, they put up these huge metal corrugated stops, like break walls, to keep the beach from eroding, which now the, the water side of those metal walls, the water's deeper and dangerous and, and very wavy. But when the water hits that wall, it squirts up. And because waves hit on an angle, yeah. the I've got a little film of this, I think, where the water goes... Right. It's almost like uh, you're in you're in Vegas for the water show yeah. at the at Bellagio. the Baraggio. Bellagio. Um Delage. Baraggio. De Baraggio. Corestad. Hey. Hey. What did that movie? Oh, Forget you know that. what I saw last night? Risky Business, Tom Cruise, teenager. And Rebecca De Mornay as the as the, mm, the uh, my word. Yes. And and uh, huh. don't know where I went there. But here's the thing. I gotta go. You think about sliding around on your socks in your underwear. <laughs> yes. Oh, I hey! Thought, I thought somehow you were watching me. That was exactly if, what I was doing. If this, I don't know if this floor is uh, smooth enough, but I might try that later. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Send that me a was, picture. I, well, I, I won't be posting that on the show notes. Right, I gotta make, I gotta get a note here. Picks. Eric with a C. I love you, man. It's All been right. a great time. Dennis with a Z. Later, buddy. All right, that does it for episode number 125, 5 Cubed. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 125. You can help support the show at patreon.com slash happyhour. And we will not be back next week because I will be traveling. But the week after that, I promise we will come back into your ears. See you in a fortnight.